Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You want to hear the truth? Can you, can you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? It's a brand new episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. It's your boy, Alpha Male G-O-D, 51 Spade, the ninja you love to hate. I'm in the building. Yeah, you already know how this goes. We bring you two exciting topics every single episode. Today, we're covering how thirsty is too thirsty and how can you be good for someone else if you are not even good for you. I think I want to start with that topic first. There's a meme that I found. That actually fits this. I'm the meme girl. Because sometimes that say things in a way that everybody can pretty much relate to. Mm -hmm. So this meme says, really quickly here, it says everybody keeps changing partners to prevent from changing themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, how can you be good for someone else if you're not good for you? The first thing that I think about when you even saying this is can people even come and come to terms with the idea that they're not a good person? I think it's a hard I think that's a hard sell. Hmm. Because when this this topic came up and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, well now I'm gonna speak from a guy perspective. There's a lot of women who think that they the shit. That they are the perfect package. The, the, the catch. Mm -hmm. But when you start dwelling into their lifestyle, their vices, the things that they do, and then they, I don't want to say they put blame on the other person. Well, he wasn't good for me because he was a cheater. Or he wasn't good for me because I need a man that's going to speak to me this way. They have like this list. But I think the issue was really that they not looking at some of the shit that's going on with them. Mm -hmm. That's keeping men. And maybe men need to be a little bit more hunted. You know, like sometimes I've had conversations with women and they be like, well, I don't, I'm not going to tell my homegirl that she probably need to stop drinking or she probably, that's a turnoff for men. Or, you know, maybe she need to slim down a little bit. Maybe she should be like a less aggressive um, or every time you talk to the motherfucker sudden, they always got some shit going on. Like maybe you should not be dating. Like if you got too many goddamn kids or you got a lot of shit that's going, going on. on in your life. Like it always seemed like it's a goddamn train wreck. Like you want to go out Monday? Well, we'll see. Like I got to pick my kid up at seven and I'm going through something with his dad and then I got court that... You know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't be on the market. Like, <laughs> your ass need to be sitting down somewhere. Pulling you, it together. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, I totally agree with the concept of not being marketable. I'm going to speak to that. <laughs> because I feel like that's the only way I could be non-offensive <clears throat> to other women. See, the delivery from my end <clears throat> is going to be different than the delivery from your end. So I want to start there. You be. said something very profound. Maybe men should start being a little bit more transparent about the things that turn them off. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take smoking 
because I hate cigarettes. Mm -hmm. I can't breathe. It stinks. And I often wonder when I see people together or people are dating, I'm like, how does he even deal with the fact that you smoke? Whether it's the man that's smoking or the woman that's smoking, I'm always looking like, how the fuck is, how, how is someone in that situation not aggravating and not putting that person on notice saying, okay, well, you know, this is going to shorten our time. Like, I don't feel like marriage should even be in the conversation anymore with if you smoke. And I mean, people be like, that's far out. How? I can't even get insurance today without taking a nicotine test. No insurance company is going to say, yeah, I'll give you $30,000 and give your family 30 grand if you die. They're not going to do it. They want to know before they insure me, do I smoke cigarettes? Because I'm basically saying by lighting that cigarette that I don't mind dying early. Every time I light up, I don't mind leaving my kids. I don't mind. So if an insurance company is making me take a nicotine test, <laughs> won't insure me, then how are these people having valid relationships, happy-go-lucky, looking to get engaged and be married, and they can't even break the basic addiction of smoking a freaking cigarette? You are not marketable to anyone. You're not marketable to State Farm for life insurance and you ain't marketable to Tyrone. You're not marketable. So I'm going to go from that standpoint when we talk about how can you be good for someone else when you're not good for you. And that's very basic. You know, sometimes you don't make points, but this one I have to actually give you 100% of the credit for I actually like how you turned that around. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's marketable. So women... Especially from us, if you are not marketable. Because, see, as you was talking about the cigarette shit, I was actually thinking about, like, uh, drinking. <clears throat> and when you're dealing with women who just drink, like, if you drink more than me, it's a motherfucking problem in the crib. If you have to go somewhere and hide your drinking, like, if the, the bottle is around the corner... Like, you got to go outside to drink. You're sneaking drinks. You got a problem. And the, and the, and the thing is, it, it doesn't even matter where you hide the bottle. Because your reaction, <laughs> I know that you're drunk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can't have good sex because your ass drunk. You know what I'm saying? You falling all over the place. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where I start to question, like, why am I even dealing with this type of shit like that's going on? Like, I, and I'm not taking nothing away from the cigarettes, but I'm just saying like shit that I often run into is like I'm a drinker, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not like full fledged like alcoholic. Yeah, like I buy the bottle, like you know, you buy a bottle for a woman, and it's like one of them big bottles, and then by weekend it's like low. You might have a severe problem going on. And often when you fucking them, they can't ever remember shit. They always come back with, well, what happened this weekend? Like, if you even saying those statements, I could be talking about you. And that could make you non-marketable. These are all things that for some reason we think is cute. Because right now I'm imagining a girl that's smoking. She outside talking shit. She outside with the curb neck. She, you know, she's doing... A lot. She's doing a lot. Same with the girl with the drink in the club. She's doing a lot. And for some reason, these are not computing as things that might be a problem for a potential mate. Because people aren't going to have drinks and cigarettes in the basement anymore. Mm. I mean, I don't think they ever have. You know what I'm saying? It's not a thing that people are really ashamed of. They become a norm. 
And again, these women think that it's cute, that that's a cute thing. We haven't even got to what they covet. We haven't even gotten to what they're keeping a secret. We're talking about things that people do every day that other people can see. And for some reason, I'm trying to I want you guys to write in. Tell me what you think is so cute about smoking cigarettes. How does that go with your outfit? Tell me what is so cute about getting so trash in public. Now, not just at home, but or at home in public and really can't control your movement. You can't control your swag. So what is cute about not having control over your swag? Like in general, we have to be marketable in debate dating. But I also think in relationships, this is equivalent to what you said a couple of weeks back. We were talking about something. He was like, women get comfortable and then they start, you know, they you meet them and they'll wear lingerie and have their hair and a nice high ponytail and some big bamboo earrings and be sexy. And then before you know it, they got on a big slouchy t-shirt and a bonnet. What is so marketable about that? Ain't nothing marketable you understand about that what shit. I'm saying? I give it two thumbs down. Exactly. But these are all things that women, this is why we're talking about it, because there are women out there who smoke. There are women who watch the show that drink. And there are women who definitely watch the show that sleep in big T-shirt and a, and, a, but, and a nightcap. And sometimes you need to hear that those things aren't really marketable to guys. And I, I recently had a, a conversation with my daughter and I realized another thing is women don't have what I call defense. And what I mean by that is I think women need to also have the defense to know that if a guy really likes them and want to be involved in, with them and want to fuck them, it's two goddamn different things. And a lot of women use that is reasons for them not to change. Like they feel that, well, I can get any guy I want to. You can get a guy to fuck you. Can you get a guy to lock you down? So that's. Two, okay. That's that's two goddamn different things. And my daughter was asking me about that and I was saying like, well, you got to realize that she was like, you know, normally if I exchange numbers with a guy and we're talking somewhere around the 60th day they kind of lose interest and I was like, well, the interest is lost is because one guys lead off with sex. So now once sex is take, taken out the equation, we get to kind of know you, see how you are, see how you talk and a lot of times that's why we have like a different side piece of someone we'll fuck because I told you that guys have nothing but time. So just because you're not fucking right then and there don't mean that they'll necessarily throw you back. But the woman needs to recognize like what what that is because when I hear women a lot of times be like, well, I don't have no problem getting no guy. Guys fuck anything. Like, <laughs> But this is also the woman that has all the bad behavior. But that's what so I'm saying. So you're saying women with bad behaviors often get locked. They get. They don't have a problem getting in the getting dick department. No, they do have a problem in the getting locked down department. Yeah, because they, they often like. I don't know why I'm so lonely. I don't know why I'm by myself. I don't know why. But they quick to when you point things out to them, like how you were saying about the drinking, how you how I was saying about the smoking, how I was saying about like, every time I call you, it's a different excuse of why you can't hang out or you got something else going on. Like you know, I can't call a woman like. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and be like, hey, you know, you want to get together Wednesday? Well, we'll see. I got a doctor's appointment, like, Monday morning, and then after that, after work, I got a, you know, my brother got something going on, and then she trying to fix that shit, and then it's like, okay, well, what about Friday? Friday, I got, uh, you know, and it's like, after a while, it's like, I get you want me to put in some effort, you know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is like, 
guys don't want to hear like a bunch of fucking bad news like every time and that's why I'm saying it's like a cloud that's just like over them and they just don't realize that they have that cloud that's over them right. they have a whole bunch of shit going on which this is why a guy is not it really is just like well, I should just get some pussy, get that and done, move on, and get on out the way. Again, <clears throat> now, now we're going from her not being marketable to her life not being marketable, and I think that women really get that twisted now. Because now I think we switch gears, and now we're talking about someone who might be a go getter. She's ambitious. She has a career. She has a kid. She has a family. <clears throat> who she's probably the person who's the matriarch. She takes care of everybody. That's cool. And that could confuse a person. You know why? Because you're taking care of everybody. You got everything together where everybody else is concerned, but your personal life has taken a back seat. But that's only because you're so busy. That type of person thinks they're severely marketable because they have it financially together. And because I am this, look at me. I'm. Everyone calls me to handle everything. Some women think that's attractive to a person that might need them also recognize that well, a lot of women like that also ooh. date men that need to be fixed because ooh. that's the only guy that will put up with that bullshit anyway ooh. you understand <laughs> what I'm saying if my foot fit a limb right now I would say ooh. <laughs> <laughs> is you talking about <laughs> cause I'm telling you right now no is the answer to that shit right there it's a difference between taking care of your family and I get that you can be the rock but you don't have to take on the burden of everybody or become the burden. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, I understand what you're saying. Like, it might seem like you got the shit, your shit together, mm -hmm. except for there's a little small problem with that. If you have all your shit together and let's just say, and I'm not saying turn your family members away, but you do have to stand on them a little bit. So you can't be having all your shit together and it's like, well, I can't, you can't come over here because my brother is staying with me. You understand what I'm saying? And that means to me that if your brother is staying with you, there's something going on with your brother that you don't want me to see. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because other than that, your brother just wouldn't be a problem. But right, because he's we're grown. A, exactly. So he's a problem for you, which is causing you a problem, which is causing us a problem. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think you need to, you know, look into that. The other thing that I would say is, you know, why and also why I was on the topic is like with social media and a lot of these things going on in women having sex with different individuals. I think it is also blinding them on the idea of what a real catch is, because let's just let's be real. Majority of the time on social media, that's not your life. That's not who you are. That's the, it, social media is kind of set up for you can let people see the good side of you. That's basically how I set up. Like mm -hmm. when you take pictures, hey, I'm finna go out somewhere. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm doing TikToks. Hey, I'm sexy or whatever this and that. And you don't really feel that way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't really feel that way inside. Mm -hmm. And so you're selling me on some shit that is not true. So it's a false representation on who I'm actually meeting. Because once I meet you, then I get to dive into your life and realize that, okay, so you're divorced or... You have two baby daddies and you need extra money for this. Uh, you know, your job that you was a self entrepreneur for is about to shut down. Like you bring all of that Stuff shit with you to my table. Right. And, and I, and I, you know what? This is crazy because I've sat here for many shows and accused men of approaching women and not being ready to approach 
think I made a statement that how can you, you know, how can you ask me out on a date? You don't even got a, a whip. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm asking for you to have it together before you approach me. If you think that I'm worth that, if you mm -hmm. think I'm so valuable, then how are you going to put yourself in a situation to, you know, approach me? And not have all your ducks in a row. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And now you're making me realize on the other side of that, that there's probably a lot of women who do that based on, too, having social media there as kind of a buffer between what life is like and what life is really not like. Exactly. So I could perpetuate. And I'm, not, and I'm not just saying, you know, women. I'm just social media. I'm saying for men and women, you know what I'm saying? Because it could go either way. Either or, you know, mm -hmm. some men presenting themselves in a way. Not as many as I, I don't think they make out a, a bad no. or had a habit out of it than like women do. Like one of my biggest, like my biggest thing, and I'm, and, and you know, what I'm saying, and I know a lot of women are gonna say some shit about this shit, but my thing is this: um, what do we call this? Catfishing. <laughs> you know, and I have to cover this just because I'm not a fan of it. See, these motherfucking women use all these fucking filters, filters. on their motherfucking pictures. And, and, when, and when I meet you, you, you don't, don't look, look like that. that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's another example of what I'm saying about, like, now you're in a zone of somewhere where it's like, that's not the real you. And I get it. You know, when I ask women, and I often, I don't. I don't like jab at them. I just ask questions like, you know, why are you, are you using, using those filters? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, they're kind of cute. They're kind of fine. This and that. And that's cool if you want to do that. But every picture mm -hmm. has a filter on it. So I think what we're doing, a lot of women too, are setting themselves up for the outcomes that they're getting also. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to put that out there. Somewhere. It's crazy how social media still somehow is very intricate to this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think it is because it's how we date now. It's how we meet. And so you have this person on social media that is perpetuating the good sides. They are the the narrative on social is that you're pretty, you can pay your own rent, um, you got your shit mostly together. Why would you show anything else on social? You just wouldn't show the bad side from my perspective. You're gonna show everything that you're pretty proud of. Mm -hmm. So when you have a guy that buys into that. And then he gets the truth. Okay, this is what the real story is. Mm -hmm. Then that's when the decision is made that, oh, okay, this is a slam, bam, and thank you, ma'am situation. And I'll see you later. It's not, you know, me wanting to lock you down. And it's based on the truth about you. So that's where the topic comes from is how could you be good? Why, why are you selling yourself in that way? When it's really not the thing. And it's it, it's really crazy to me that people would do this because it's not like you can hide it forever. At some point, the the lemon that you posted for sale online <laughs> is going to get bought and the car is going to be delivered. And the person is going to stick the key in and go to crank it up and the motherfucker is not going to crank. The engine is not going to turn over. So you can't hide these type of things. You cannot hide the lifetime damage that cigarettes do. You can't hide the lifetime damage that alcohol is. You can't hide that dark cloud over you every time somebody talks to you. It's, you're right. Hey, what are you doing today, girl? My uncle died. Okay, what are you doing tomorrow? Girl, my brother is having problems. I got to send him to Western Union and then find a way to get him here. The next day, it's you are not marketable. You're not marketable. 
If you put everything that's really wrong with the car so, online, got a question. No one would buy it. Or if the person stepped up to buy it, they would say, "Hey, give me the fucking car for a dollar mm -hmm. because I got to use my whole savings to fix it up." So, got 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 a got a question for you. Okay. For and like I said, I'm going to speak from a guy perspective. When you're dealing with one of these women is your friend and you see that type of thing going on, like, what are you doing to help them to get back to marketable? Telling the truth. But how does that go? Because I know there's going to be resistance. It only, you know what? This is the problem. <laughs> I'll be, I'll tell you this because I'm such a person of, you know what? I'm transparent. I tell the truth. I do, but I often tell the truth when things are bad. When things are good, it's a great day. We both look great. I'm not going to ruin the mood by saying, you know what? We look fantastic. I just wish you didn't smoke. And my word. I'm going to tell the person that they need to put the cigarettes down when, hey, my throat hurts or, you know, something's going wrong and it's noticeable to me and the person. It becomes, you you take the opportunity to say, okay, it's probably the cigarettes. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be Debbie Downer when things are great. So I'll say that my mistake is saying things when things are already bad because pe people are open to criticism when the energy is bad. So now you want to tell me I need to stop smoking cigarettes, but that energy is because the energy in the room is already bad. There's something negative going on. Y'all had a fight. Y'all fell out. Something happened, and now I need to stop smoking. It doesn't. It's the wrong time. I think when you have a friend that you feel like it's not marketable because she needs to fix some things. You have to find the perfect time to convey the message. And my bad is always conveying the message at a bad time. Things are already bad, so they're not open to receiving any criticism from me. You know, I don't really think people are often open to receiving criticism. No time, though. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm just being complete, honest. if I'm being completely honest, because no one wants to to know what's wrong with them. Mm -hmm. Like if you start pointing out things that's wrong with a person, it just becomes an uncomfortable conversation. Or it becomes, why are you judging me? And that is my biggest see, pet peeve because it the, feels like judgment, but, the thing but it is, really isn't. Okay, but the, it can be it can be done to different, it can be done to different people as far as, and, I'm, and what I'm saying as far as like friends, you get what I'm saying? Like I had a, I had a homeboy of mine call me not too long ago and he was going through it with his old lady. And I could have decided to go the route of just listening to him and let him make the mistakes that he was about to do, or is a friend really help him? And I decided to be a friend. And even though I felt it was going to be an uncomfortable situation and an uncomfortable thing, I felt like I just need to be a friend. And I basically told him, like, you can't do that. You know, like, you have to look at it from this perspective. I gave him some hard-notch advice where he was actually about to go another route. And me, I just could have rolled with it because I don't owe his girlfriend nothing. But I tried to look at it from the perspective of being uh, frank and near and good. And he hit me back and was like, hey, man, like, I really appreciate, like, what you did. So I'm saying, like, you know, be a friend a lot of times because y'all is girlfriends y'all talk often more than guys mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying so i feel like if it is your friend and you can help her in a way i don't feel like it has to be from the idea of judgment but that is the way in most times i am received and i know this is very personal so if you're listening if this is not your issue then you should definitely do what mm -hmm. alpha male is saying and just be a friend and just say it for me 
my resume of telling the truth mm-hmm. has always been predicated on timing. Well, I didn't take it well because we was already fighting about A, B, or C. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't turned out well for me. I'm sitting on some shit right now, a really close friend that she doesn't know that I know. Someone told me an incident happened. I wasn't present. So they told me that it happened. I'm sitting on it because I feel like no matter when I give it to her, it's not going to be received well. It's mm-hmm. going to be, even though I didn't even see it, another person saw it that doesn't even know her like that. Mm-hmm. It's still going to be perceived as me judging them. And when you have someone, a friend like me, who is very transparent that often tells the truth, it, it does get to a point where, where I'm at, where it's like, I'm just not going to tell her nothing. I'm just going to be like, okay. And then from anybody's perspective that sees that, they're going to say, well, damn, that ain't cool. That's supposed to be your homegirl. Mm-hmm. But how many times do you get kicked in the stomach? Well, how many times can you kill the messenger? You I understand what I'm saying? How many times I do it. I have to care to get knocked down I get it. about caring? I get it. Um, I, I get it, but I will tell you this. Um, I am that type of person where... You can try to kill me, but I, I I do it with facts. And when people tend to make those type of mistakes, it's because, or they won't come to you, it's because they know you give nothing but facts. Like, I've been in situations where my homeboys just won't come to me because they know Spade going to give it to you raw, mm-hmm. and he going to give you the real deal. So I, I really want to do my part, mm-hmm. and I always want to keep that, you know, keep that going. Um when I'm dealing with with women a lot of times, that's why I said they they often need to have their own defense. And I think they get confused by loneliness, catching a guy, whether a guy's trying to fuck them or whether a guy's trying to keep them. Mm-hmm. And I've said this in a couple of episodes way back that a lot of women think like they pussy is just it. Mm-hmm. And that's not it either. Like your pussy, it can't keep no guy. I had a scenario where I fucked one chick and fucked a friend. They happen to fuck someone in common. But I felt I listening to their stories, I'm like, both of them think that they have good pussy. The issue was one is saying, well, I made them come in five minutes. So I made them come in 10 minutes. The other one's saying, well, I made them come in five or 10 minutes. This is completely different stories, but both of them are saying the, the same, same outcome. The, saying that the outcome. And I'm saying to myself, you ever think to yourself that neither one of y'all pussy was good? That he just had erectile dysfunction? That he just come fast? He just comes fast? That doesn't mean that your pussy is good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes you gotta have those talks, talks with women, where especially men, like I got. But I be- think it's gonna be the me, and I, I'm glad you said that because I'm gonna put this. I think I'm gonna put more of the weight on a man. This is why. You can. When it comes from, when it goes from woman to woman, friend or not judgmental or hate judgment or hate mm-hmm. because why are you worried about what a man might like because i'm thinking now how can i i had this person that is a gray cloud person basically every time you talk to him something going on so i asked her i reversed it i said do you think that a man would like that and she got quiet on me and she said you know what i never thought of it like that i said a person might not think you're dateable so now i'm sitting here and i'm like wait a minute I've done this once, so this friend that I'm talking about that always thinks I'm judging her, maybe I should ask her instead of telling her, hey, do you think men like the smell of cigarettes? Do you think I should just ask her and let her answer the question out loud herself? That's what I do. But I'm sitting here and I'm thinking that still won't work. 
I still feel like if I said that to her, even if she answered herself, she would still think to herself after she got home, well, what made that bitch ask me that? Like, why does she care? She's going to be that type of person. But, but if why, it came but, from a guy that she liked, mm -hmm. if a guy actually was around her and she was like, I'll be back, I'm going outside to smoke a cigarette, and he mm -hmm. said, damn, I really wish you didn't smoke, mm -hmm. I think that would resonate more because it's coming from the person who she's trying to get all this attention from. She could care less about attention from me. Why are you paying attention to me anyway? You do you, let me do me. And mm -hmm. I'm saying that because I could hear her say that to me. I could hear her say, you do you and let me do me. Mm -hmm. But she would not say that to a guy that she is trying to get attention and love from. She's just not. And I don't think Probably. most women are going to react like that when they hear it from a guy. I wish you didn't smoke or I wish you wasn't so loud or baby girl. Damn, that ain't cool. You got so drunk last night. You ain't wasn't even cute no more. That's coming out way different, way different and way more receivable than coming from a female. Like, damn, he thought I was off my square. He thought I wasn't cute no more. She got cute for you. So if you telling her she wasn't cute no more by the fourth drink, she's going to remember that. Maybe. You know, the thing. I, I honestly would give you credit for that if it if I feel like human beings were set up that way, which we're not. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is if you're broke right now, and not everybody, but if you broke right now and someone pitched a plan to you to rob a bank, a motherfucker would think that's a good idea. Some people think <laughs> that I could probably get in this bank and get out with this cash and it, I, it, it, the rest of my life was smooth sailing. And I feel that exact same way when you're talking about talking to somebody else about their vices or things that's going on. The thing about that is men to certain people that's like that, that are real defensive and that's not worried about working on themselves. That's why they don't change themselves, because they can change partners. If this guy, if this guy don't work out, or he don't like my cigarette, or he don't like the way I drink, I'll then fuck him, and I'll find somebody else to do. So what if the next guy that she meets, if he smokes cigarettes? Well, two people that smoke cigarettes. I think that's who she should market herself to. <laughs> Didn't that? Market yourself to a motherfucker who smoked. Market yourself to a motherfucker who got the same problems you got. But... <laughs> But the problem with that is two people who smoke crack <laughs> should not be together. But I'd rather two crack smokers be together than that crack smoker get with a real winner and turn her into a loser. I most I take that over anything. That's more heartbreaking. If you see a crack addict bag the lady that work at the bank that you done known for 25 years who got her shit together, you nervous for her. Like, damn, I hate to see them together. But if you see two crackheads together, you like good. They gonna be straight. They got each other And you'll go about your business And not worry about it I Cause they both already Going down it. here I Hill. get it I And get one it. is not Bringing the other down I get it But but I'm also in the, I'm also in the perspective Of I like to You know With relationships I like to see One person pulling The other person up Not two people blaming, Pulling each other down Bringing each other but down But you know when that happens that often happens when people are just thirsty, too thirsty to be in relationships, period. They end up picking people no, who aren't good for them. No, I don't think they're thirsty. They're lonely. I don't think they're... I don't Sometimes think, they're I don't, the same. I don't, I don't think they're thirsty. I think like when you're... And I often hear this from women. The judgment of women, especially when they lonely, men love. Right, we love it when you in that what is called a vulnerable state, mm -hmm. because women don't make the most fucking rash or smart decisions when they're in vulnerable states. Like that's when niggas can get the most pussy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just one of those things that when when 
women are in vulnerable states, men can tell them all kind of shit. I've seen men, I've seen men fuck women. Women can tell the man why they shouldn't fuck and still fuck. Like you telling the man the red flags and he go, he he debunks all the red flags. Well, come on, man. Just he wants like some pussy. you know, he just wants some pussy and the woman turn around and be like, yeah. Well, maybe we should. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it. I, I mean, it's just one of those things that I just know is fact. So it's like I feel like when they lonely, they're vulnerable and. <laughs> They just don't make smart decisions. Right. And so that is the segue for us to change topics, which is how thirsty is too thirsty. And I think we're just going to piggyback off the last conversation we have. I think thir thirsty is too thirsty mm. when you end up with someone that you know is not good for you. When you know that they have all these negative things going on, but you say, um, uh, you do it anyway. You know it's not good. Mm -hmm. They presented themselves great you found out it wasn't good but yet you stay in the entanglement and i think that that's got to do with your level of thirst i have a lot of guy friends who i believe while i was hanging out with them did things to me that crossed the thirsty threshold like that's just too damn thirsty like we mentioned last week having sex with a mother and a daughter to me it's too much coochie on the planet for you to just be like Sure, it just doesn't make sense. I think that's when you say, you know what? I ain't gotta fuck everybody. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna say no this one time to her because I already fucked her mom, and then just call someone else. I get that, and I totally get it. But see, the reason why, and I'm not saying you wrong because it's your opinion. I'm not saying you wrong, but really, at the end of the day, like that scenario that that you that you painting right there. Women make those same type of goddamn mistakes and they just really on the same goddamn level is is that because I would say if you're saying that that's thirsty, I would say the same to a woman that when they're talking about they're lonely, when they body count is going up, when you fucking someone you should not be fucking. You trying to give me every excuse in the, in the world that you're fucking this guy because why? Well, I've known him in college. I used to like him. He fucked my homegirl, but I should fuck him too. You're talking about that. And this makes sense that you should fuck him. Why? That's thirsty. Yeah, I would say. So I, I and women but women make those type of mistakes. And I'ma just say for a guy, we don't come with no motherfucking like filter this and that. Like we don't come with a high Richter scale of we make the best decisions when it comes to pussy. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Like you just there saying some shit like the well, he's fucking the daughter, he's fucking the thirst he, buckets. He, 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 he fucking the, the mother and he's fucking the daughter. Yeah. Like my thing is like if you meeting a dude like that, he's fucking everything moving. Like if it ain't nailed down, it, everything it is got. everything is a go. Right. So to me it's like it's about the character also of the guy. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is about the character of the guy. Um but a lot of men I would say that I've run into often just i don't want to call it make excuses but they kind of like it's just the thing that has to be acceptable like for me to say it to my homeboys i came off as a hater mm -hmm. like there's no way we should be having this conversation just because i'm about to bag this bitch but, and i fucked her mom like what is the big deal but you know why I, I had nothing to do with it so he didn't understand why i was so angry but you know why he wasn't gonna understand it is because i'm willing to bet that you didn't see him do some dirt and you never stepped in not one time to say, 
that was some dirt. If he was cheating on his girlfriend, then you needed to step in then. If he was fucking bitches on the side and you knew about that, you need to step in then. You can't step in like after you done seen him do so much shit and then one day because that crosses, step in because no, no, that's it's not a, true. Yes, that's it's true. No, it's not. Because you can be <laughs> hanging with someone who smokes weed, drink, falls over, does coke, and then the day the six months in, you see him do heroin, and you like, hold on, but bro. Hold on, hold on. That's a bit much. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on, but, it's the same but, shit. But no, it's not. I'm gonna show you the difference because all of that shit that you just said right there has to do with different vices. The vice that you're missing right now is I'm saying if he's fucking his homegirl and then her homegirl. But that's that could be on, minor to me. That could be minor uh, to you. That's to you. That's but what I'm going saying from soft drugs to hard. That's cool. That's to you. But what I'm saying is that's not minor to me because he's in the same space. Dealing with pussy, not beer, the coat, the hair on. Pussy, <laughs> pussy, and pussy. Pussy, pussy, on top of pussy, a pussy pot pie. You know what I'm saying? It's all the same. It's all pussy. <laughs> yeah. right. So he's still in the same vicinity. It's the same vice. You just don't like the way he's stacking up his cakes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, but come on now. I, I agree with you. That is a good one. It's the same, but at the same time. It's just the level of how he did it. Yeah. It is that it's the same, but at the same time, it's not because it's like it's some things that you can stomach. I could stomach the fact that he might have had a side chick. I could stomach that he got a bitch pregnant. Now I'm not. I'm not saying I didn't say anything. I'm still like, damn dog, damn dog, damn dog. Okay, dog, be careful, dog. All right, dog, if you want to. But at that, where you fucking now a mom and a daughter. Not months or years behind each other. I'm talking about right behind each other. That's why I just drew the line. Like, dog, you can't be out here doing that shit. That's just too much. You know what I'm saying? So it's just too much. It's just some stuff you can't stand by and be cool with. Like, Did you can't know? come do that at my career. Did they know? No, they didn't know. Okay. So he could go. So he could fuck another bitch at your career, <laughs> but he can't fuck the door at your career. I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to hear straight. We right? It's just some shit I wasn't going to be able to See what I'm saying? Up. So you set up a different weight. See, that's what, that's what I'm saying right now. Some enough. shit I just can't stomach. Exactly. You might be able to smoke a blunt at my house. You might be able to go in the bathroom and shut the door and do a line. But you ain't finna put no needle in your arm. You can't do that at my crib. I mean, it's not, you can't do that at the party. Man, you might as well because you was letting them do all that other shit at but the party. But you can't say. Because if you was hiding them. If you, if, if you hide. You shouldn't be comfortable if he's side stepping out at all that's all. i'm just gonna go out on a limb and just say this like if because my thing my issue with that my issue with that is this when i see when i see a lot of chicks especially like you and i'm not and i and i i'm not sure so i'm just gonna go out when i see chicks like you and you be like i'm the homegirl homegirls like you typically they you have homeboys who they have an old lady and then you see them fuck over the old lady and then wonder why they old lady don't like you you understand what I'm saying? Because to, technically you brought you broke girl code. Because well, that's not my girl. See that's what I'm my saying? Nigga. See what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, yeah. See what I'm saying? I don't owe none of my so, homeboys, they ladies. I don't cool, owe them cool, nothing. Cool, cool. And you don't. And you don't. And I'm not even gonna go the route of, of you do or don't. But what I'm saying is you can't watch him do that type of dirt. Is what I'm saying. You can't watch him do that type of dirt, fuck over his old lady, get burnt. Get fixed. Um, <laughs> go over to another chick. Like you can't watch all that shit, and then he decides to fuck a daughter, and you like, hey, that's too far. When he got burnt, that was well, too that's far. The, no, no, no. <laughs> it's equivalent to 
you're dating all these women, you're bringing all these women through, and then I see one that looks extra young, and I actually have a conversation with her, and she tell me she's 17. She getting the fuck out of my house. I don't give a fuck how mad it is. You're supposed it's to do that. It's the same. You're supposed to and do to that. To me, it's the same. There's just things that is not going to sit was the well daughter old? You. Was the daughter old enough to get fucked? Of course she was old enough to get fucked, but what I'm saying is the situation put me in an uncomfortable place, so I thought he was crossing the thirsty threshold, just like if you bagging a 17-year-old, it's too many 18-year-olds out here for you to bag that one. Just hold and, up. And what did I Wait a couple more hours and, and something did, else gonna come through. And what did I just say about it's about the character of the person? Cause I've been in, I've been in that scenario too. I was dealing with a chick, found out she was 17. She wanted to fuck. I'm like, hold up, can't do it. When is your birthday? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause I'm gonna save it. <laughs> so in my and, phone. And I'm just and I'm just being real. I was just like, when is your birthday? I could have fucked right then and there. She was down to fuck right then and there. But my character is just like it's too many it's too many other bitches out here I can fuck that's old enough to fuck. So let me ask you, you a you question. Know what I'm saying? And I was confronted by not her homegirl, but just someone that saw us that she she knew me and she knew how old she was. Okay. And, and she said that to me. She was like, I know you're not fucking that little girl. I'm like, no, I ain't fucking I ain't fucking that girl. Because she wanted to fuck. You understand what I'm saying? But I understood the route she was going. The route right, she was she going was because she's going the route of I'm grown and this pussy grown. You don't need no no little girl. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I agree with her. But I'm just saying in in the case of what you're talking about, your homeboy, it's characters. And a lot of and I'm I'm being real with you. A lot of motherfucking men nowadays, they don't have character, they don't have loyalty, they don't give a fuck about nothing. The way they move. So I would say to you is like, you know, if you don't condone the little bullshit that they doing, you know what I'm saying? Because it's only going to get bigger. It just, it's just like uh, someone who have a child. If that child, when they're younger, you, see, you watch them steal candy, it's started candy. Then it's, they get caught in the department store stealing a, stealing a, a, a gaming system. Then it's, they still in, they working a job and now they stealing money out the register. It's just going to keep fucking get bigger. Mm -hmm. You understand? Me, I want to ask you a question because I want to call some attention to how things like this really work. You said, hey, you met a 17 year old and you asked her her birthday. Mm. So I would question if I was your homegirl, I would question if when she turned 18 and I saw y'all together, mm -hmm. I would still question you as to why you went and fucked her to begin with, because to me, that would be someone to remove off my conquer list because she's 17 years old and she's putting herself out there wanting to fuck. Is this a really good idea for me to involve myself with somebody with that type of mentality mm -hmm. at 17 year olds? Because we all know where this is going. We know that she about to hand that pussy out. Mm -hmm. We know she giving it out like it's motherfucking Halloween. Mm -hmm. So is that really this is where I say men are thirsty because if I was your homegirl and you say, oh, yo, she's 17. I know you ain't fucking her. And you was like, no, I ain't fucking her. But a month later when she turned 18, you jumped on that? That's when I would say, God damn, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, was it that mm -hmm. necessary? Did you want it that bad? Mm -hmm. And was she, why? Why, why? why is she the pick? When you knew that that's where her mind was at 17 years old. Why choose mm -hmm. that type of person? Now I'm, finna inch, I'm, now I'm finna take you into the mind of a man. Please do. Because I think that saying? shit is like super thirsty and, and super turn off. And, and. I think we all know the saying of what's better than old pussy? New pussy. Exactly. Now, what's better than pussy that's new that ain't got mileage on it? 
Nothing. See, you might have like 18, 13, 15 bodies on you. And she could have three. Just in our mind. It ain't been tampered. She also might it have 25. Might. She's trying to give you some pussy might. at 17. That might, might be. not be the person who's addicted to the talking, But we're talking about might, and we're talking. We're going to stay on topic on why it happened. You know what I'm saying? Because the same way that I gave the scenario that women don't make don't make smart decisions, I'm not saying men make smart decisions either. It's just I'm just telling you the why because most men we love new pussy, we like young pussy. Like this isn't nothing new. You understand what I'm saying? Like people right now that look at Michael Jordan be like, oh well, shit, he got this 36 year old and this nigga's like almost 60 years old. So mm -hmm. fucking what? He you want? I I, I got to get some wrinkled pussy because I got out of control though. And I can't get no young, smooth pussy. Shit, that looks smooth and nice to me. I need to get an old bitch that's my age. Fuck that shit. I make too much money to be fucking around with these motherfuckers that, that got their life out of control. And I got to hear back talk. And I can get a, a younger, you know, smooth, smooth <laughs> petite pussy. Smooth, too. I feel like I can do that. And we, Jordan, I guess and we all know it's pretty hairless and smooth, guys. Jeez. So, so at this point in time, I'm just saying that a lot of times we bank our decisions based on that. But just like I just said just a few minutes ago in this segment, I'm dealing with it. I'm I'm dealing with my homegirl. Well, I'm just like, you fuck your you and your homegirl fuck the same dude. Why? It's the same goddamn question to me. I don't think of, that's I don't think that's an that's, example. Yes, it first. is. Yes, it is because you know why? Depending I'm a, on the circumstance. I don't give a fuck what the circumstance is. To, to me, if you got girl cold, if your home girl done fucked the same dude that you finna fuck, why, why that? Why is that even entering your head? Why? What? What scenario makes that okay? It's a bit thirsty. I would say. I would agree. I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna take that off the thirsty category. I won't. I won't, but we also have had the conversation on this show. One of the segments was, when is it okay or is it ever okay to, to sleep with someone your friend has been with? And I believe I said, it depends on the circumstances. How long has it been? Was it a side piece? Was it just a fuck thing? If I meet my soulmate in the mall, in Orlando Mall, just by accident, mm -hmm. and I found out that 25 years ago, he bagged my homegirl from the club... I'm not going to turn my soulmate down over one night with my homegirl. I'm just going to see how valid our relationship is going, how valid our relationship <laughs> is. And and by the way, I would have to know that this guy is worth ripple water for my friend. But that's the I thing. would have to know but that see, he's worth it but that's the to thing. make that decision. But that's the thing. My home, my homegirl, what happened between that? Nothing. Her homegirl wasn't with, with him. And neither was she. So y'all both became a notch under the nigga belt. So now he's out here saying, I knocked off her and I knocked off her. What was the fucking point of that shit? It, that ain't your goddamn soulmate or if I want to see if we going to be together, this and that. The reality check of it is, is y'all ass both fell for the same line of bullshit that the nigga fed to y'all and y'all both ended up on y'all back. <laughs> 30 days later. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to... Listen, to an average person, they probably can't overcome that shit you, you, you spitting out, but not me. Because, I get it. Because really, at the end of the day, my thing is, you are right. If I felt like she would have entered the shit saying that, well, you know, the reason I went along with it is because, you know, we together now. 
And you know right. he became this, but that became wasn't. My husband. The, but that, that wasn't. wasn't the, right, that, but right. that wasn't the case. After she fucked him, she talking about well, I regretted it. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all not friends no more. <laughs> y'all cross the friend sex level line, and now y'all not even friends no more. That sucks. It really does. But those when you're making decisions in thirst or in loneliness. <laughs> As Alpha Male has so eloquently put it as, when you're lonely, you make horrible decisions. But I'll say this. I would rather say, if I had made a decision like that, I would rather say I was lonely. I would never say that I was thirsty. I'm very rarely but a thirst gonna bucket. Say, but nobody's going to say, that's the thing though. I don't think nobody's going to say they're thirsty. And that's the reason why you was fighting with your friend. Because you're calling him thirsty. But I'm saying, who would really own up to the word thirsty? I don't think nobody is going to own up to it. We have a definition for what it is, but other people are But I think out if to other we people. looked at it as thirsty, maybe we would make the choice less or at least we would know how other people look at it. At the end of the day, you have to relate to whether I think it's okay, dog, you just crossing the line or you doing some shady shit or you're just being a little bit too thirsty. It means you could have done without that. But That's you know like what? having two hamburgers at dinner, mm -hmm. and then an hour later going to the movies, it's just something someone offered you to buy it. You order the large pop, the largest popcorn they have. Motherfucker, you just ate. You're mm -hmm. only buying the large popcorn because it's on someone else's dime. Mm -hmm. Or I made the example of, yeah, I know you drink. I invite you to my house. You normally drink gin. I have gin. But because you see the Hennessy, you want to try that. Then you see the Kavase bottle, you want to try that. You just not trying shit now just to try. You just a thirsty motherfucker. <laughs> Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to, bitch. I got gin. Yeah, but you can do, you you can do that. But the only the the flip side of that is this: it the, it um, it, it matters on where where people are at in their life. You know what I'm saying? Because some people don't make those same decisions. Like that that scenario that you just gave. Like if someone got two hamburgers and then they they order some extra shit, they might have been a little heavy. Back then and now. But they might not make that same decision right now. I've been with motherfuckers that done lost weight. And they be like, shit, back in the day, man, I would have ate that piece of pie, that burger, <laughs> the motherfucking wings, the whole nine. And now they can't eat past eight wings. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So it, it, it matters on where they are in life. life. And that's why I said, like, some things that you might say is thirsty at that point in time. Like, when that shit happened to me, I was younger back then. I, I wouldn't make that decision right now. But back then, you... I made different type of decisions where it comes with time that you become smarter. You 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 realize what's going on. Like right now, I can't ride no motherfucking bank. You know how many people got like camera phones and shit yeah. like that shit wasn't back then and there. Yes. I could pull up to a Walmart, get everything out. Yes. Not now. You can't even get out the goddamn parking lot. You know what I'm saying? They'll have your tag. People be on rope shit. They got, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You end up on the internet quick and there and and police don't even got to do no work they just got to go to your facebook and your instagram and, and somebody out. else and next thing you know there you go clink, clink. but yeah. i you know even it makes sense that you said it matters where you are in life because tiffany haddish also tells a story that she had made it she had done her first couple of projects she had a paycheck and she went to a party where they had everything buffet of everything and she said that she couldn't control her impulse to put some of the food wrap up uh, up in napkins and put it in her purse. <laughs> and this is Tiffany Tiffany Haddish mm -hmm. in Hollywood at a party. She's actually putting food in napkins mm -hmm. and taking it home for later in her bag. And she's admitted that she still does that 
at some parties where she'll say, oh, you know, she'll take a plate or she'll take a fork or something to have at home. Like, this is a, a problem because she could afford everything that she's taking. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wouldn't see that as a problem. They would laugh at it if she tells it as a joke. But if she has a real friend, they might point out that this is linked mm-hmm. to some type of trauma. This is linked yeah, to you thinking to that, that your success isn't going to last. It's funny, yeah. And it's a little thing, yeah. But it's linked to something that happened to her. And it could be a turnoff. Could you imagine her going home to Common's house and then her purse fall over and there's sushi from the party (laughs) falling out of her bag? Like, she shouldn't be doing that. She should not be doing that. And and that's what I was saying about, like, people. You have to to remember that people are different places in life. That's definitely traumatic stress that she's going, Mm -hmm. going through. So that's the reason why that's actually like that. So I would say that everybody, thirst level... It's a little bit different. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to move into the tap-in section. Y'all already know how we do. If you have any tap-ins y'all want me to read, you definitely hit spadeperry at gmail.com, and I'll definitely get on to your questions. So we're going to tap in right here. This is an interesting one, too. This one says, my girlfriend is biracial with white and black. You know what biracial are, but I understand. And I get turned off. By fucking her because she says shit like dude right there when she come. I don't know if it's worth bringing up because she's a great woman at the end of the day. But I've never dealt with a biracial person and I feel like that's more of her white coming out than the black. What is she saying? She's saying dude right there. Like when they fucking. Oh, right like, there. Right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure he mean that she's saying the word dude. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, dude right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that changes things. Dude right there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now I get it. You got to do the comma in your head. You got to go dude yeah. right there. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> now... I'll let you take it away. You know, go ahead. Um, yeah. That would definitely throw me off. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this. I've met a guy that happened to be white. Actually, I know a couple. And both of them have challenged me on the fact that I have said that I can't date white men. Mm-hmm. Because I have, most of my friends are white. I grew up with mostly you know I, I have a lot of love for white people and white people have a lot of love for me but to be romantically involved with a white man I cannot do and I get challenged on that a lot but it has to do with a certain swag that I like mm-hmm. I like my dick to swing a, dirt, a certain way and a white man can't make his dick swing like a chocolate man can he just can't so it's it's preference but I get it there are things probably about her that takes him out of the mood or, you know, he's in a certain rhythm, I should say. Mm-hmm. There's a certain dance and a certain rhythm that a black man has with a black woman and a vice versa. We have a dance together. There isn't really a lot of questions we have to ask each other. I think that's just in our DNA. So the advice we go him, together. So the advice Is it, my advice would be to say, don't call me dude. <laughs> that's the only thing that makes the statement white. Mm. is dude right there you know mm. what i'm saying like ooh, babe right there that sound like mm. she gotta put some swag on it that's all mm. he just need to check her swag you know these goddamn tap-ins that we've been getting lately have all, for some reason i always have found myself in the middle of this shit and crazy enough for this tap-in i've had this scenario happen to me so you're in luck brother except for the idea that the chick wasn't mixed she was actually black 
Um, I was fucking this chick. She she was black, but like you, she had like a bunch of like white friends this and that. And you know, when we got down to the nasty, she always used to be like, "Oh my God, would you give me that black cock?" And that shit put you in a space <laughs> where oh, you where you just where, where you just like, hmm, I'm not sure how I feel about this <laughs> because oh, black oh. girls don't say they don't cock. You know we don't say black cock. You know that's that. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep it on cock right now. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they don't say they don't say cock, and I, I and I actually said that too. I was like, why do you say the word cock? And she was like, she like she, she likes that word. You know what I'm saying? Cock and that. And then I did find out that you know she's dated. I mean, she's fucked like white dudes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that's how I, the, the you word know, black came. I just let her know. For me, I just let her know that. I ain't really too cool with this. You know what I'm saying? You you can either stick to screaming, (laughs) but dirty talk, (laughs) I don't find cock very attractive. That part part attractive. You know what I'm saying? Um, She she understood. I'm not saying that it got out of her vocabulary, and I think that's probably one of the reasons I even stopped fucking her was because I just couldn't deal with it if this girl is good for you, I would probably sit down with her and talk and see. Because sometimes words you can't just erase out of someone's, you know, mm-hmm. memory. So it might be a little hard to... But I, I feel like if y'all talk about it and she's submissive enough and she really, really love you, I think she can get it out of her book. Yeah, that's an easy thing. I, I, I really think. You know what I'm saying? And if she can't, just imagine how good that pussy is. And if it's really, really, really that good deal with it then i would just say deal let it go it's just a word this is an episode of relations guys my name is kayla lassiter you can find me at facebook twitter and ig under kayla lassiter hey it's your boy 51 spade you can find me on both platforms at twitter ig i want to thank everybody for tuning in on podbean and for listening uh, hey, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We coming out every Friday at 8 p.m. Make sure that y'all always tune in. You looking for the shirts? You can find them on alphamalegodcreations.com. And like I say always about this time, peace.